passion in the kiss, Gary. There was real passion. We're back. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We overanalyze episodes of the Aussie soap opera Neighbors. We are in the Pirate Net Studios in Melbourne. I'm Vaya, TV writer who cannot suspend disbelief. I have Kate, who tweets Neighbours every night. That's me. And a new guest to Pirate Net, long-term listener and also fellow podcaster and you're also a music writer, David James Young. Hello. Hello. <laughs> he brought his own sting. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fully prepared. <laughs> Well, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I don't know. Look, he's, he's raising the bar for our, our next guest. Because we do none of our stings live. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll, I'll sing a bit of the saddest bitch. Just as a, like. Exactly. There oh, it is. Hey, hello. Yeah, she does it as a placeholder. This is my first radio. <laughs> well, you're all about the music. This is true. David. So you ha- your podcast, your main one is yes. All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Nailed it. Well done. And you just told us about another cracker. Yes. Hottest 100s and thousands. That's correct. You'll have to explain the Hottest 100 to our UK friends. Yes. Uh, So every year the uh, national broadcaster uh, youth demographic radio station, Triple J, puts out a poll for listeners to vote for their favourite songs that came out that year. It's basically like a time capsule where... They reflect on the 100 most popular songs of that given year. It's been going for 30 years now. Uh, Myself and three friends have, for the last five years, uh, been going through and reviewing uh, all the songs in it, uh, year by year, song by song, countdown by countdown. Uh, We just wrapped up our seventh season where we did the Hottest 100 of 1999. What was number one that year? Uh, That was uh, These Days by Powderfinger. Yes, from the uh, Two Hands soundtrack. If I never have to hear Powderfinger again, I'll be happy. (laughs) Yeah, look, true. They are also the only uh, band to win twice. So we're about to start season eight. Really? Yeah, they won back to back 1999 and 2000 with My Happiness. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, oh, no, it gets even worse because in 2003... Oh, no, 2005, sorry. Bernard Fanning, uh, mm. frontman of Powderfinger, gets himself a hat trick and wins the Hottest 100 in 2005 with his solo song, Wish You Well. I didn't oh, like... that's even worse. I didn't yes, mind that one. That, that oh, is, get that out is the old acoustic guitar. Probably one of my least favourites. Well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, it's very cheery, though, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, it sounds like a car ad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but what about the... I always associate them with that TAC ad, which is the montage of... On you the know, day you come? No. Oh, no, no. no. Not the, um... Falling back again. Passenger. Oh, yeah, yeah. These days. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was Jesus the... Jesus, just makes me think of people dying in yeah. TV ads. There yeah. You know. Anyways, it's a really uplifting <laughs> podcast that you... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wall-to-wall bangers. Um, and the other one is where you interview musos. That's correct. Obviously, you've had Neighbours alum, Millsy. Have you had any other Neighbours alum? Can't say that I have, unfortunately. That said, I was very excited when uh, my friends June Rats were on the show uh, oh. a matter of months ago. Yes, uh, part of the uh, extended festival uh, that happened but, in the complex. Yes, I remember the, the that. The Lassiter's Festival. That was hysterical because, like, obviously they were shot completely different to one another. There was no shots of, like, the crowd and the band in the same thing. So... So which ones were they? They were like the like garagey like pop rock band. Is like... that the one who did like the kick on? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Brett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he nails a good punk jump. But um, the funniest thing about that, my sister and I were watching it, and you just look out at the crowd, and everyone's just kind of politely nodding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like. None of you fuckers have ever been to a June Rat show like that. That is a that is a demolition derby if I've ever seen they one. Were like, like it is pure chaos in there. They were all just there early to line up for Hanson. Clearly, <laughs> oh well, yeah. They had to get into where do they play in? And they played oh, the, they played Harold's, didn't they? Well, that, now that was an exclusive gig. Oh, the, they played oh, the main exclusive. stage. We just yeah. didn't get to see the main yeah. stage. <laughs> Such a well-run festival. <laughs> Um, and you can have open like conversations during like bands mm. blaring as well. That was the great part. Yeah, you can oh, have a full I relationship. Get fucking, I get infuriated when people are like standing in front of me and talking while the bands are playing. Mm. Like I can't imagine like being there trying to watch June Rats and just having Chloe and Ellie just fucking nattering away <laughs> in front of me. It's like 
What are you doing? Go to the back. Come on. But how rude were bloody Amy and Coyle oh, having a conversation in yeah, front literally what, a meter from Hanson? <laughs> oh, this means so much to me. Yeah. Oh, no, babe. Oh, no. And it's just like... You know, we're, we're, we're here, right? We're, we're playing yeah, yeah. We're playing your favourite song. Mate, we can literally hear your conversation. <laughs> it's like five people in the room. Did you seriously used to date his dad? Yeah. This is really wrong. <laughs> like, do you want us to come back in like five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm getting distracted because the Masked Singer finale is airing while we're recording this and oh, we shit. could be about to see the Millsy reveal. Live oh, in the flesh. Oh, I think it could be Jason Donovan. Or oh, Hughesy No, but they're full of shit. I don't know who it's going to be um, this Danny way. guessed Stefan Dennis before. R- nah. He's not, we- he's not big enough for celebrity, is he? No way. No. Can we put this on pause then? Yeah. Okay. All right, oh, mask's oh, coming off. And it's... Yep, there we go. Milsey. Oh, that's awesome. Australia's least... Oh, good Best on. kept Bloody secret. Hell, hey, he, can, he, he ranked higher in this than he did on Idol. He's, oh, he looks yeah. like Jon Snow with his like, <laughs> half man, half wolf. You know nothing, Rob Mills. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at him. He's gorgeous. What a cute he's little like, wolf. Yeah. Oh, he's... Oh. And he said before in his package, in this show, I'm not, I'm not a performer. I'm not a celebrity. I'm just me, like behind the mask. Bless him. <laughs> Mills, he's a furry. He's just, just been confirmed. <laughs> Oh, there yeah. we go. There, yeah, the idol jokes are, are rolling. But that's great because it's always if you come second, you're mm. going to be the success. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Pimp Wolf guy. Pimp Wolf guy. He just looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! She's, oh, he's gotten in with the Lindsay. Milo. Mm. Mm. Oh, he's great. He's got a good um. Never had a cock rock version of fucking come together before. <laughs> this is new. Oh, good well on done. him. Job well done. Oh, he's he's doing... Ow, ow. Yeah, that's definitely his first sonar. Absolutely. That's his first sonar. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a furry. <laughs> well, oh. my, my heart, heart is gladdened. That was nice. Our Rob Millsy Mills. Neighbours' zone. And... Barbanza's own. Yes, indeed. Shared alum. He, he brought us together. He did. Yeah. That's the that's a real Venn diagram. And he just sang Come Together. <gasps> yeah. Oh, it was meant to be. Oh, this is pure serendipity, people. Well done, Millsy. On your Represent. Mate. Fuck yeah, legend. Did, they didn't get a neighbour's plug out, though. That's a shame. <laughs> get some, oh. got some people across to Peach, mate. Oh, you know, another weird serendipitous thing. As I was driving here, I was listening to Triple J, mm. and the live version of the Peach song came on. Oh. From the promo? Yes. Oh, yeah, but by Broods. Uh, who, who are they? Uh, they are a New Zealand uh, pop duo. Yeah, so they have a song called Peach, which was used in all the promotional material. And I every believe, ad break on that. Yeah, pretty much. And I believe it came in at about 15, 16 in last year's Hottest 100. Oh. So there you go. You need to go on Hard Quiz. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> Actually, Hottest 100 would be a great topic on Hard Quiz. All right, I'm in. <laughs> you just got to apply. And I can't write your questions. Um, now. Neighbours Council business. The business, again. Obviously, first order of business. Millsy came second in The Masked Singer. Hot off the press. He's the wolf. Hot off the press, except we're recording this a week earlier than we normally do, but that's okay. (laughs) Now, Patreon, DJY, you've been a loyal patron of ours. I have indeed. What is the experience (laughs) like from that end? Oh, just remarkable. It's (laughs) it's always, it's just a pleasure to get to this this is the highest tier, probably. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, if you support long going enough. Over to the, the, yep. Going over and just like hanging out with the people on the show. That's like the top Patreon tier, yeah, surely. Yeah, pi- into PirateNet. Yeah. I can also offer you a souvenir $1 coin with an M. Yes! I'll get, we'll give it to you right now. Hell yeah! Please don't throw it through my window. <laughs> um, look at our little loot. That said, you could, you, could, oh, you could smash someone over the head with that. Look at that. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Don't spend it. (laughs) Oh, I shan't. I absolutely shan't. That's amazing. There you go. So that was just my announcement to say that we're pretty pretty much at capacity now with the coins I'm giving away unless I... Unless we can scam it a couple more this week. Or (laughs) unless I'm like Charlie Bucket and I just, even when I'm doing my shopping, I just find one (laughs) or in a gutter somewhere. Yeah. Finally get grandpa out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) I got um, a neighbor's dollar. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So thanks to all the people that messaged me and sent me nice messages too. Um, the Australia Post commemorative 
coins. I've got to figure out my next stage of distribution, but leave that with me. And actually, David's microphone is resting on one of the purchases I had to make at the post office to get my change. What is this? It is an As Seen on TV product. It's called Magic Mesh. And you pop it over your um, open doorway. So Mm. when my cats want um, supervised outside time in the courtyard... I can put this sheet over the door and then the flies don't get in, but the cats can still get out. Genius. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> oh, yeah, wish. get your SponCon in, people. Yeah. Well, if, as seen on TV, want to become as heard on podcast products, then I can help them out. Sham wow. <laughs> so patreon.com slash neighbourspod because I'll, like, I'll drop little treats like that whenever they pop up. Oh, and I just had a promo sent to me. Because it's Netflix Christmas movie season coming up. Oh, so no. I'll be buddy watching. There's a new Vanessa Hudgens thing that's coming out. So I've already added that to the buddy watch slate. <laughs> Facebook, our Facebook group, Neighbours Council. We've had Callum join the group. The Callum? Uh, hard, hard to say. Oh. Uh, Callum, <laughs> they say they listen in the coffee shop, which is a retro reference mm-hmm. I appreciate. Yeah. I miss it when it was just called the coffee shop. Yeah. Like, you need plenty of coffee if you're developing apps all the time, yeah. you know. Do people actually refer to cafes as coffee shops anymore? Is that like purely an 80s thing? I think it's gone the way of the dinosaur. Mm. It's gone. Uh, that's what that saying means. Uh, now, DJ, why you've got a little gig guide for us now that you, oh, yeah. you're visiting from New South Wales. That is correct. You've already unearthed where people can see. It's already, a hap- it's already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A retrospective gig guide. <laughs> so... Let's say two days prior, uh, on the 25th of October, our very own Bonnie Anderson, a.k.a. B. Nielsen, recording artist extraordinaire, uh, performed at the Sookie Lounge in Belgrave, which is kind of... How would you describe Belgrave? To It's in the sticks. Yeah, in Sub- the sticks. Basically. Suburbia. Yeah. yeah very... It's, it is quite sticky. Actually, I've got a workmate that works... Sorry, that lives out in Belgrave, and he. I saw on his wife's Instagram mm. that their local council had a solution for cleaning up the weeds in the local area, oh, like nature I'll, strips. Yeah. Goats. Really? I'm not shocked by this. They released goats to eat the weeds. That's amazing. So that's where Bonnie's playing. God. Belgrave, also known for Puffing Billy. David, what's your era of Neighbours? Okay, so I come into Neighbours circa, let's say, 2003, 2004. Ooh. Carl is hooked up with Izzy. Uh, Paul has just come back and is causing all kinds of chaos. The Kinskis were there and like, there was a bunch of shit going on. And have you stayed with it up till now or did you come back? I was was on and off for ages. Like, it used to be my thing through high school where I would watch Neighbours every night and then Home and Away straight after. And that was like the running tandem thing. Mm. And then I dropped off on both. And then I came back to Neighbours around the time that like... Page had just arrived. I saw Brad. And I'm just like, oh, that's old mate from Home and Away. And then, yeah, when Ellie turned up, I was just like, oh, that's old mate from Home and Away. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, I'm saying that a lot. Uh, yeah, what Summer Bay's trash is Ramsey Street's trash. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, when that when they move away to Yabby Creek, mm. neighbors is Yabby yeah. Creek. Yeah. I figured it out. Oh. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had a revelation today. I was chatting to my husband, and I've known him now for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And it came out that he actually never watched Neighbours before he met me. Really? Uh, uh, grounds for divorce. He grew up in Sydney yeah. and he only ever watched Home and Away. Yeah. And that's never shown in our house. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Like when I got back into Neighbours, I tried to get back into Home and Away, but it was just, it was too far gone. Like I just looked around and I'm just like, I don't know who any of you are. Yeah. It's very streamlined over there on oh, Home and Away. God. I'll tell you what was the moment when I realized I was too far gone with Home and Away. Like when I was watching Home and Away starting out, Leah, Ada Nicodemia, oh. just, oh, queen of my heart, obviously. Um, she had a little baby and she's just like, oh, little VJ, I've got to love you forever, VJ, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm, I'm like watching whatever's going on here and then this grown man storms <laughs> in and is just like, mom, what do you think you're doing? I'm like, fucking VJ? <laughs> That's VJ? Are you kidding me? This six foot eight adult is VJ? Like, absolutely not. I'm out of here. We are get, we so are going to get that with Gabe, baby Gabe, one day. Oh, right? yeah. We already pretty much yeah. got it with Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Me and my brother are just, yeah, g'day boys, Jimmy here. Yeah, just, <laughs> all right, G-Dad, get out of here. I need the apartment. I've got a girl coming over. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to do a deep dive. Monday the 21st of October. Now, this is a very rare sort of a deep dive because usually mm. we have a choice 
usually neighbours. Freedom of choice. Yeah, we have the freedom. Our liberties have been stripped from us this week, <laughs> mainly for timing, because DJ Y's only in town, only in town from New South Wales briefly. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. But also, there was just no other way to watch any other episodes. This is a very pointed comment. <laughs> Hopefully that cuts through, but there was no other way to we, see any other episodes this week. We watched it live tonight. Yes. 6.30pm yes. Monday night, just like citizens <laughs> would watch it. But it was a cracker of an app. Yeah. It, we had a, look, I feel we had a better choice tonight than we did last week. Mm. We have Schlive updates and we haven't oh. seen Schlive oh in a while. Lord. Any Colette Man focused episode mm. is going to be a cracker. <laughs> She's sort of been bubbling away in the sidelines mm. and... Like up, oh, yeah, she upstaged. went missing for a while. Yeah, yeah, and then that was really swiftly put to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's okay she now. She recovered really quickly from that, didn't she? Go back to work, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up with your counselling, but you've got to pay your mortgage somehow. Yeah. <laughs> now, I kind of glossed over their kind of reunion on Friday, mainly the dinner party portion of their reunion. David, do you remember on Friday why there was this dinner party at Aaron and David's house? Yes, I do. David uh, wanted to make an impression with Beverly because Beverly wanted to offer was offering him a spot uh, at a speaking like a speaking role at a conference in Canberra. Yeah, he was one of uh, a couple of candidates for this speaking role, and in a field that he is only new to, like the the Millsy. Oh, yeah, the Millsy head yeah. case Yeah, it was basically industry. getting into it just because of his Millsy case study. Yeah. Part of me is like, okay, it's a bit extreme that David's like, his whole career is hinging on this symposium. But right? yeah. my friend works in academia and it does sound pretty political and arbitrary sometimes, these decisions. So I, it does kind of make sense that he's got a schmooze Beverly Robinson. Yes, indeed. Who's a, what is she, hypnotherapy <laughs> specialist? <laughs> she's a brain doctor <laughs> with um, outside interests. Yeah. Also, if you're going to schmooze someone, mm. don't put on steak and veg at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That just sounds like an awkward obligation. They already have a very fancy restaurant in the middle of the town. Like, just take them there. Like, you spend most of your time there anyway. Well, I suppose the 82's got some bad memories now for Beverly oh, after Sheila last time. But surely there's Lanzini's. <laughs> yeah. What did, so Sheila last time tipped her wine over Beverly. Yes. Because now, obviously, now Beverly and Clive are dating. Mm. Um, yeah, Lanzini's does not get enough of a run. And no. That would be an institution. And isn't there – look, there's the balcony upstairs mm. at Lasseter's as well. I think that would be quite oh, yeah. lovely up there. And I'm sure the, the waterhole does food occasionally, I think. <laughs> Palmer. They were oh, eating, yeah. eating Palmer. Take him down Maybe for a cheeky, cheeky palm-palm. There we go. It's all good. But Sheila ruins this dinner. Kel surprise. Uh, by just barging in. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at her, struggling on those high heels. You're not in Eden Hills now, lady. Mum, what are you going to do when they go inside? You can't keep creeping on them all night. Oh, I beg to differ. Yoo-hoo! Anyone home? Is that... Oh, hello. I didn't know you had company. Clive. Beverly. Sheila. She's on one from the second she walks in. But Aaron, Aaron let the cat out of the bag by saying that the dinner was going to occur there. Yeah, because Aaron sings like a canary at every opportunity. <laughs> every single time. So Clive escorts Sheila home. Yes. Mm. Which was the first mistake. The old <laughs> sly fox, Clive. <laughs> he, they're screaming at each other and, of course, passion is ignited and they have this rage-induced, passionate embrace. Mm. Yes. And... Off he goes. And then we find out that Beverly's left in the car. <laughs> just twiddling her thumbs. Just, just checking her phone. Just playing Angry Birds just or something. Flicking, flicking through her Insta stories. <laughs> what was that manoeuvre? Not while your oh. missus is in the car. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, look, it kind of makes me lose a little bit of respect for Clive. Right? We call him the ginger fox, don't we? Obviously, yeah. But is it the, just the car factor that ruined it for you or the whole scenario? The whole scenario. You don't cheat on oh, your, yeah, your, your current squeeze. But he's got deep feelings for Sheila. Ugh. Or deep Some passion. Um, it gets pretty deep on Monday. Let's. let's <laughs> oh, boy. They go this patch, then the Monday after, or the, the moments after, mm. Sheila's immediately overanalyzing her. What does this mean? Mm. What's going on? And, okay, I've got to sort this out. But also, she also feels guilty at the same time for ruining 
David's chance at this mm. symposium. Uh, so she decides to write an apology letter to Beverly and presents it to Clive in his office. And he's all like, is, is it laced with anthrax? Which I think is yeah. actually a good call. On that <laughs> and excellent, Frank, excellent line delivery. I though. would be opening that envelope in front of her and reading it. Yeah. But then they get into another argument. And of course, passion reignites. Oh, it's, you're really learning yeah. a lot about their turn-ons. Oh, my Lord. It was an accident. Oh, so you just accidentally fell on my face. I got caught up in the moment. Because you still love me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Sheila, you just have to accept that things come to an end. People move on. It just happens. And so you've moved on? Kate just made us relive that. And I think it's too, like, it's too fresh, Kate. I can't oh. watch that twice in an hour. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, when he dropped trowel. Yeah. Oh, nasty. Nasty <laughs> stuff. Like, to come back from an ad break for that, it's just like... All right, cool. Well, where is your... Whoa! Good Lord! He had some respectable shorts on underneath. Though. Oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't see any fire crotch. <laughs> <laughs> do, you re- do you reckon it's still going on down there? I don't want to speculate in which way or <laughs> We've met the man. We can't look him and in the eye. He's delightful, I have to say. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And they did the whole table sweep, like the tablecloth, like drop all the office supplies onto the floor from yeah. the desk. Now, I, I don't want to reference the latest ser- season of The Bachelor twice in one week, the same <laughs> incident. Did that, that happen like, on The Bachelor? Well, they were, they were dry humping on the beach. Oh, so. true. Except I'm guessing with the How drop trowel. How many over 60s are on The Bachelor? That's the million dollar question. That is actually a fabulous idea. There we go. Because they're beyond for it. They're <laughs> like, oh, I thought my life was over, but it's clearly not. Yeah, get Colette Mann in there. She's clearly mad for it. I would watch all sorts of diverse <gasps> seasons of The Bachelor yeah. in any way, shape or form. Colette Mann, ba- Bachelorette. Is she on the market? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Fantastic. Oh, Channel 10. You know where she is. She's under contract. Yeah, she's yeah. just over at Peach. Just grab her. Yeah, that sounds amazing. At work, pretty risky. He's like high, isn't he? Yeah. He's high up in there. Anyone could walk in at any given time. There's no locks work in that suburb. And it's it's Aaronsborough Hospital. There's just no decorum. Aaron's just wandering in. And that and that other shitbag kid. But also, um, was it staff that walked in and nearly gave Toadie Golden staff? Yes. In the operating theatre. Oh my god. But surely that would be an immediately sackable offence, surely, like having yeah. sex on your desk. When you're in a position of seniority. In my defence, it was my desk. <laughs> Someone else's desk, fair enough, but oh, it was mine. I was just uh, creating a sample for the study. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, he, what is he? C- COO? CEO? C- C-U-M. Oh. <laughs> Too far. Walk it back. <laughs> But now, again, Sheila wants to immediately analyse what's just happened. Oh, yeah. She's still trying to figure out if Clive's going to clue Bev in on this dalliance. So when are you going to tell her? When are you going to tell her? Sidebar, does anyone else find it a little tinsy bit weird that people in their 60s are using the phrases boyfriend and girlfriend? Surely you're a little bit too old for that at that point. No. It's a very cutesy, like... So this is my boyfriend. I still use it, and I I'm not no I'm not even near my sixties, but I can't imagine <laughs> dropping off like because I'm not going to get married, and partner's just so dry. There's nothing yeah. fun about the word partner. You'd call Sean your partner. Who? Dry toast. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He is not boyfriend material. I just had to <laughs> I just had to wade through the tumbleweeds of my mind for that. Um, no, the bit that gets me if he's cheating on someone else with you, he will cheat on you. That's classic, yeah. classic advice. But I, but you know, I just think in the era of polyamory, non-monogamous relationships, yes, thank c- you. consensual non-monogamy, you just need to have a conversation about it. Can you imagine how many like neighbors' plot lines mm. would have been so e- easily resolved if some of them were poly? Like, I'm just thinking <laughs> about that now. It's just like, yeah, I like you, I like your son, but I also like you. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's do the family tree. Ooh, let's go for ooh. it. Actually, I was thinking before when you said you came in in the the Kizzy era. Yes. So it must have been. Did you have any kind of like you wouldn't have had any nostalgia for coups? So not particularly. No. So you weren't that keen yeah, for them to get well, together? Yeah, I didn't really know. Like, mm. yeah, because they had broken up by that point. I I knew that there was a thing when Susan came back and had the short hair, mm. like when she premiered the short <laughs> hair, and he's just like, oh. Oh, that looks nice. And I was like, 
Oh, they, that they were boning before that. That was, that, that was definitely a thing. <laughs> and they, it was good that they kept Susan and Carl were broken up, and then Carl and Izzy had their own shot at it. So you could still uh. barrack for them as a couple. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting death stares in the room. That's fine. <laughs> um, Look, also, we all want to be with the rogue traders. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Now, Gaz can, because obviously she's told her son... Of course. uh, ...about her affairs. He's worried that she's getting her hopes up. Which she clearly is. Yeah. This is all still a bit quiet because we're not really official yet until Clive can tell Beverly. Right. So they're going away together, but nothing's going to happen. Are you trying to get on my nerves? No, mate, I just don't want you getting your hopes up yet. Are you trying to get on my nerves? (laughs) Which I enjoyed. Yeah, I do like that because that's essentially Gary at any given stage is getting on my nerves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Accurate at all times. And in the meantime, it's worked. She's maintained the peace and Bev has called up Dr. Naka and offered him the speaking role. Nailed it. I really don't have any high stakes for David's career myself. I'm not really on the ride with him. He'll be fine. Like, (sighs) he's, he's making good money. He's happily married. Like... There is no, oh, I miss my brother. That's not drama. Come on. No, brothers always fight and enjoy time apart, don't yeah, they? You'd think so. That's definitely the case with my brother. So He's also quite young. He's still got at least another 25 years mm. in his career in which to gain seniority. And then he's probably got another 15 years after that to enjoy <laughs> it. Spicing up David's storylines. You know, <laughs> be keen for some spice is all I've got to say. Do you reckon when he gets to this conference, he's absolutely going to whiff it? Like, he's going to be like... What does that mean? Yeah, no, it's like, oh, y- young people sl- <laughs> slang here. Oh, absolutely just bomb. Just oh, yes. screw the pooch. Yes, just I mean... Yeah. shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. You picking up what I'm putting yep. down? There we go. All right, sweet. Yeah, I reckon he's just going to get up there and just be like... Up, 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 and then... Maybe um, Millsy would get his memory back. Oh, on stage. <laughs> and suddenly his whole thesis is ripped to shreds. <laughs> And he's got to improvise like on a like on a movie or a TV show where a character's got to give a debating speech or something and they're like, oh, no, I've lost my cards. <laughs> and he's got to go off script. I just, I just don't... Pay no attention to the man behind the yellow curtain, yeah. I just think, don't think there's any question that he's going to fuck it up. Like, he's going to, 100%, for sure. Yeah. David's not a public orator. No. No. He's a, he's a quiet, sweet introvert. Yeah. And so he's going to get up there and, like, either Finn's going to get his memory back or... I don't know, he'll, like, look out and have, like, the the lights beaming down on him and he'll just be like, ah, and then just pay a cheeky visit to Uncle Vom Vom and then just, pachoo! <laughs> oh, like at the start of Pitch Perfect, oh. you're just like, I saw the... <laughs> just a big projectile. Vomit did not... Like, I love those Pitch Perfect movies, but yeah. I could have done without the bodily fluids. <laughs> but I guess there is a market for them, I'm I'll learning. <laughs> I just feel... David needs to pull a parent trap style move and get his twin in to present for him because oh, I feel like Leo would do a far better job at presenting. I would love that. Put him, put him in a lab coat and, and get him up. Per- they're perfectly identical it's, in every way. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Enough symposium chat. We need to get to Neighbours as lowest ebb, I'm calling it. Ooh. The uh, Captain Problematic storyline of 2019. Yeah. Scarlet. Christy, Christy, Christy. Scarborough. 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 What a Pandora's box of situations. I can't even say these words without wanting to do a pitch perfect vom. (laughs) Do do you want me to read it? (laughs) You can just recap what what she's been going through. What she's been basically lying and saying she's going to a domestic violence support group Mm. just to win brownie points. Yeah. So saying she wasn't interested to Toadie and then telling Tarage, uh, I picked that up from yeah, you a lot, yeah. and Paul, that she's going to them every day or every week or some shit. The thing is, if you're this committed to Ned, just go to them. The easiest thing to do is actually just go to these support groups, take a few notes. Oh, so your boyfriend used to do that. Mm, yeah. Okay, that sounds plausible. I'll pop this <laughs> so, in. So did mine, but with the other hand. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. whatever. Or just go into the first five minutes and then leave. i will burst into tears and say, oh, it's too much for me. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought she was going to say when they confronted her and said, why aren't you going? She could have said, I can't cope. Like She's a prime sociopath. She can pick up on this shit so easily. I just really want to know how they broke this story down in the writer's room. Like, okay, now. We're going to have a situation where someone's going to be lying, that they're being abused, 
and playing the victim and no one believes her. And everyone's like, oh, great. So it's a proper victim blaming story. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. She's lying. She's the villain. Cool. Oh, right. Good thought starter. Let's build on that. <laughs> oh, so uh, we're doing like a men's rights activist storyline. Yeah, I see. I see. It's just I cannot make head or tail of it. But anyway, I'm running with it. She goes for her shift at Lassiter's. Paul calls her out on being late yes. and also they're chasing 15 up. minutes late, no less. Paul's there with like the stopwatch like he's in a 1960s <laughs> department store. <laughs> Not good enough. Miss Brady. <laughs> She looks like she could work the makeup counter at a 50s department store. absolutely could. How about we revisit Lassiter's as Are You Being Served? There we go. And Paul's Captain Peacock. (laughs) I'm free. (laughs) DJ, why? How do you know that reference? Oh, look. I pick up pieces here and there. And I'm also a comedy nerd. So, you know, I figure shit out. I don't think Paul's scrutinised anyone's office hours in the history of Neighbours. No, because everyone just kind of comes and goes as they please is there, especially to age. Has she worked a full day, like, ever? Paul never, like, he used to just have lattes in the waterhole. Oh, yeah. He's just sauntering about. Scarlett, as we know, loves the gig economy. She jumps oh, back yes. on Airtasker because now they're chasing her job reference. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I don't have one. It's been a month. Ah, oh, I'll just pay for one. Just the one. Don't need two. You are a bit of an Airtasker fan. Do you like build up like a profile of like yeah yeah? yeah. Do you get reviews on People you or do you can get rate stars? You. Yeah. yeah, like so you know like oh she paid yeah. promptly promptly she she cash did. or um yeah she moved my couch to the place I needed it and that's yeah great. The, so the brick flew in exactly at the right time that I needed it. The threatening note was written in a beautiful hand, oh, pristine penmanship. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so she t- used the correct your. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go to Erinsborough High. Now, this is a flawed system in job references. I think Scarlett's exposed mm. this. Oh, yeah. I've Big always time. thought it was a bit of a punt. Oh, I would have just been like, nah, here's his email address. He's in London now and they yeah. don't have a phone line there. <laughs> they don't have phones in London. No. They, have, they have cults that they mention once and then never bring mm. up again. So the person that she pays gives her a rave review, but then all Paul needed to do was ring again. Just ring a second time and offer more money. (laughs) The Paul Robinson method. He's got to be running out at some point, honestly. I'm always thinking about this. Like, have either of you seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No. Just the first episode. Okay. Well, uh, in that, like, there's, there comes a moment where she is just like, you're bankrupt. And she's like, bankrupt? How did I become bankrupt? And then it cuts to all the time she's done these, expe- like, ridiculous spendings. Yeah. Like, and just, like, bought all this heinous shit. Or, like, a carry on Sex in the City where she's like, I can't afford to buy my apartment. I have $40,000 worth of shoes. Yes. Well, do you guys remember how much money he got in the first place? It was $12 million, which... <laughs> Doesn't go as far as he's making it. <laughs> Especially if he's buying every build- building <laughs> in the town. He's up Pierce. He's like, yeah, I just need to borrow a little bit more. Pierce is a billionaire. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Paul is chump change. <laughs> By the way, yeah, so that, that reference doesn't check out. We'll get to that in a second. But meanwhile, the boys of Ramsey Street are doing shifts to look after Scarlet. Which... Yeah, g'day. Call here. Yeah. <laughs> you call Dollar Call? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Do you need to be escorted to <laughs> a second location? <laughs> and suddenly she's snubbed Ned. Oh, yeah. Nah, that's perfect. Yeah, to dangle him and dangle Kyle in front of him because he is thick as a brick and has no idea he's being manipulated. It's the classic treat him mean, keep him keen. There we go. Because he immediately falls for it. It's like a cartoon character the way he falls yeah. for it. He's Willis. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I'm going to go have a palmer. I'm going to have some schnitz with Kyle. Yeah. And Ned's like, oh. But, but I'd, I'd like your schnitz and tits. Yeah. It's like when a cartoon character, like there's like a pie on the windowsill and the, the, yes. the, the animal's just like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just gently drifting into yeah. the air. And Kyle's pretty dumb in this situation too, just letting her <sighs> The dumbest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, he thought she had the horn for him. Yeah. This week, he's like, oh, well, there's nothing suspect about this situation. No, it's fine. When your mates, we, like, when I was in a comedy duo, my comedy partner and best mate was always, like, the better catch of the two of us. And I always oh, knew that people were You were, were the Garfunkel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's always a Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah. I will wear it. <laughs> You know, he's ha- he got happily married. Oh, come on. The, hang on. Can we point out that Simon's no catch on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yeah, we found out that, that, that one the hard way. Um, so I always knew when someone was hitting on her, I wouldn't have seen a ripped picture of the two of us and gone, oh, gee. Yeah. Someone's really taken a shine to out of the two people in this photo, me. <laughs> Come on. Coyle yeah. is looking a lot better now than yeah. he did before he went to Germany. German life agreed with yeah. him. Paul is sniffing around and he says to Ned, how well do you know Scarlett? And Ned's like, well, a lot more intimately yeah. than you did than I did two days ago. Oh, boy. So Hang on. Are we, are we going to go, are we just going to drift past the, the hangout at the dugout? <laughs> I think I was going to. Oh, well, we can, yeah, okay. Let's get to the dugout. Where Scarlett Scarborough is holding court with all the, the men of the yeah. of the dugout. We haven't seen the dugout in quite a while, no. which is the shack at the back of... The Willis House. Uh, the Doug used, Willis Haunted yeah. Bar. <laughs> it used to be... It's real spooky. Who's, the Turner House? Yes, because it was... Well, Doug was Drab's dad. Yes. Yes? Yeah, yes. And he, he helped convert the shed. <laughs> he was there for some reason. Yeah. Was, oh, he was, he was brewing his beer. Because Drab oh. was living with Laws by then. And Drab turned the shed into a tiki bar. And like you do. Doug died and Brad moved out and people went, well... It's a perfectly good place to serve to store our alcohol. Yeah. If if I was classy enough to have a bar in my house that I purchased off someone else, I don't know if I'd keep the name the dugout for it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something. Maybe that... not. Yeah. Just like yeah, we're just hanging out with someone's dead granddad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how much the neighbours pressure me into saying, "Oh, I was a really important guy." I'm like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It wasn't my granddad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Likewise, if I bought Harold's, yeah, yeah I yeah. think. I mean. I guess there's goodwill in the name of Harold's. And I guess it, if customers are attached to brands, yes. they don't like change. No. But nobody's paying to go to the dugout. No. <laughs> it's just a communal space. Call it the Brendan. There we go. Yes. I'd like that name to live on. So it's David, it's Aaron. Ned. And Coyle. Coyle. And Scarborough. Yeah. And looks what like looks like Aaron's dressed for Melbourne winter there. <gasps> Oh, yeah. oh, my God. He was wearing, I couldn't quite tell if it was a Cosby sweater or a Daryl Summers sweater. <laughs> Both sensational references. Awful. Awful knitwear. Yeah. Um, I'm just, my brain needed a minute to process the colour palette there. Oh, my Lord. But I, what was he doing in a knit? That was really confusing. Yeah. I mean, I know I always want people to dress for the weather. It was. I'm in a woolen jumper today. Look, it was completely weather appropriate today for Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. But it's never winter. Well, it's never springtime. Nobody else. Yeah. Like, they have to pretend it's summer all the time. It'll be, like, yeah. pissing down raining. It's mm. just like, I'm hanging out by the pool. Oh, when Ned and Yashvi were breaking up, they were having a fight in the afternoon with visible foggy breath. Yes. So at this dugout drink, Scarborough wants to pick the boys' brains on how to get on Paul's good side. Yes. And everyone's like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's a choir of singing canaries right there. <laughs> yeah, but- like, they're in harmony. It's beautiful. But, like. Coyle, who's his potential son-in-law, just goes, nut. Nah, don't like him, don't trust him. The, or I'll trust he, him as far as I can throw him, yeah. It's just like, tell us how you really feel, my yeah. dude. He brought me back from Germany to break up my dad and Amy. And, I'm just, it's, <laughs> and again, sc- classic dumb Kyle, I only just realised about halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was brought back expressly to do that. Like, yeah. I thought that was mm. his, okay, I'm employing you to do this. And he's like, cool, I'm on board. I yeah. want her back. Oh, d- don't get all, like, bloody judgy now, mate. Yeah. That was a two-person plan. That was not a one-person yeah. orchestration. It was, it, it was done with consent. Yeah. Yeah. He brought me back to break up my dad and Amy. Which I was really enthusiastic about. Yeah, don't get me wrong, it worked, but... <laughs> because you got to remember, my dad was boning Amy. <laughs> 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 they were doing the Limba Ladyberg. <laughs> Ladyberg. Ugh. Do you reckon Coyle's signature insect move is? Oh, it's <laughs> swatting away the flies. With his coop. I don't know why I went to an insect called the Butchy Boy, which is also known the as butchy a. Boy. Also known as a Slater. He is yes, a bit of a, bu- a Slater. He yes. is, a, and he is a bit of a Butchy Boy. Yeah. So you know, you can Google image that one. Yes. Oh, the midgey? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a scratchy oh. carnage. That one. I haven't read this part of the Kama Sutra, I've got to say. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the botanical section. Oh, lovely. But Scarlet really doesn't have time to enact a plan because Paul has called her out and said, hey, I can see right through you, I've, rum- I've rumbled your, your plan. You're fired. The Dubbo Hotel doesn't know who you are. Your references don't check out. First of all, there's not an actual thing called the Dubbo Hotel. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. There was one, but they had topless barmaids. Yeah. 
<laughs> but then Scarlet's still got a trick up her sleeve. Yes. Well, out of nowhere, she's just like, oh, yeah, nice cameras. Oh. Be a real shame if someone were to sing like a canary about that fact. She knows there's a secret porn camera operation in the walls of Lasseter. she, didn't she install that one? Pretty. And, and everyone was just like, oh, it must be one of the old ones from like 2016 or whatever. And it's just like, nah. And also that's still bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's still a secret you don't want out there. Yeah. What I want to know is like how she managed to make it seem like it didn't work and like it, that it was old and dead and had no Wi-Fi connection or whatever. And yet she was still able to access the full four hours of Amy and Kyle running. Like, four hours? Come on, it's, oh. it's like a good 30 seconds. He's, he's got to do... They he's, were rolling he's around do, there for a while. He's got to do the butchie boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, they exhaust him. And yep. then, then Amy eats his head and then, <laughs> then it's all over. And it does check out because they were rolling and butchie boys do roll up into a ball. Well, there you go. <laughs> and but, you can do it with a bathrobe on apparently. Okay, you've been misled because you're assuming that Donovan's security who came in to um, yeah, do the sweep of the building, uh, you assume they have any degree of competence about them. Mm. Uh, well, Paul sometimes tries to hire competent staff, yeah, like his occasionally. PIs and lawyers. Yeah, if it directly involves him, then he'll chuck in a couple extra He bucks. hires Tim Collins over Toadie, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So he's got, there's a double blackmail now. Scarlet, and that's where we leave it. It's a Monday cliffhanger for his neighbours. Yeah, so he's the first one to see the quote-unquote real Scarlet, which is some hectic shit. Like, the the other shoes are about to start dropping all over the place. Like, the dominoes are falling. It is all about to come out in the wash, and I cannot wait. She's not buttoning it up very tightly. Uh -uh. I feel like Paul's had people killed for less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's going to be left out in a ditch somewhere and he's going to fucking have some sort of existential crisis over it while a bauble talks to him, you know, as per. Yeah, you said he'd have, he's had people killed for less. He's killed for less. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, bring back Granny Helen in a bauble, but, and Hattie's RIP. Oh yeah, just bring, bring back more dead relatives. So just be like, what's wrong with you, mate? Hang on. It could could be like cousin Hillary in there. There we go. Like, hang on. I didn't even know you were dead. (laughs) And she's like, I'm not. She's just doing some smoke and mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more little thing that someone pointed out in the Neighbours Council is that Tarage has been dropping that she's tired. And the immediate speculation on the council was that not that she's jet lagged, but that either she's pregnant or her cancer has returned. Is she too old to get pregnant? Well, that's that's where I dropped in the third alternative mm. in that she might be coming down with the menopause. Oh, yes, she's, the big M. Uh, she's in her 40s. Look, Sonia Kruger had a baby at 50. Live, believe in your dreams. <laughs> Sometimes science can, I mean, sort you out. The, yeah. way, the way I see it rolling out is that, yep, no period. She's just had her honeymoon. She's going to go, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God. Wow. It could be another son. You know, she's going to get really invested in this, get really excited. Ready for Josh Jr., JJ. Yeah, Paul's oh, going to be no. like, oh, my God, I'm I'm a great-grandfather yeah. already. And, yeah, exactly. You know, like, this is too much for me. And, then and she's a grandmother too. Oh, yeah. Everyone forgets that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so does she. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's going to. No, it's going to turn out, no, she's not pregnant. And, oh, it's menopause. Oh, and she's going to be, like, devastated. Yes. Go into a depression. And then they are going to keep, they're going to try to have a baby now. After that. Oh, that's complicated. You've got to turn it around, mate. (laughs) Paul is no stranger to the world of IVF either. And I was eye-rolling at him being a dad again, but suddenly people were talking about him changing nappies, and I'm like, we've never seen that side of him, have we? Because the kids have always just been passed on. Yeah, pretty much. Like, even back in the 80s, like... All the kids were just kind of pre-packaged. Like, here's one we prepared earlier. We only really saw Andrew as a baby. Oh, true. And he wouldn't have been very hands-on there. No. no, well, look, and Andrew had, like, his auntie living there as well. And it was, you know, Paul was a high-flying business executive. Imagine Paul and Ellie with the baby Bjorns taking a stroll around the lake. Oh, gross. Why has this show become so obsessed with older people getting it on? Well, I'm fine with older people getting it on. I'm, but I'll bet. <laughs> everyone can get it on in any any walk of life. But, yeah, this um, is a very sex-positive podcast. Yeah, but why... Does everyone? Why do babies need to move things? The lo- things right? like that? Thank you. I've had a Does lot of no sto- one use protection? I've had a lot of storyline in my life pre-baby, so, mm. and it's possible. You just Absolutely. got to live. Yeah, basically, anytime anyone has sex yeah. on neighbours, 
as a pregnancy scare. Inst- so yeah. watch out, Sheila. Exactly. Oh, oh God. Oh, wow. Oh, no. She's old enough to know the golden rule of the bum, no babies. <laughs> but also, if she did... Um, if, I'm just moving swiftly through that. <laughs> so no, so do I. <laughs> Dr. Gibbons would know. Look, I'm sure he's got a bowl of condoms in his office. <laughs> and look, he's what, got one installed in the gorilla suit. <laughs> if we get a mini gibbon out of this, there's a whole oh, new, there's no. a whole, there's a whole new medical study that the hospital can do. So I think that's everything. Everything and more. We have speculated yeah. beyond oh, yeah. belief here. We need to now do citizen or citizen of the week, but really we've only seen one day. Mm. Citizen, citizen of the day. Yeah, oh, no, that can still be of the week. We've called it. If, if, if anything drastic <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah, on out. I mean, I'm guessing Hendrix isn't going to be up to much good from this point onwards. Oh, no, he's he's in the doghouse, isn't he? If anything drastic happens, I'll get CJ to voice memo it for later in the week. Yeah. Hey, it's CJ. I've got a bit of a dry, scratchy voice. So, hi. So, Millsy's brother, Dry Toast Sean. I feel like I'm never going to remember this guy's name. And I don't have to because he's going to die. He is in an avalanche, which we know... Not many people other than that guy from Falls Creek get through this. What was his name again? Stuart Diver. Stuart Diver. Look him up if you if you don't know about him. Threadbow. And it's really convenient because A, we get to sympathise with Jodie slash Ali again because she's done some not so nice things. Plus, as another bonus, more sympathising for Millsy and more audience loving Millsy, which is not technically great because he's a chemical terrorist, but also we all love him, so we can't cope. So anyway, I'm on Sean Watch and I think he'll be dead by next Thursday. Bye! Hello there, neighbours. It's Sarah. Long time no chat. I am just so angry at the episode of Neighbours I've just watched, which is Thursday the 24th of October. From the moment B said sorry to Patrick Finn and his aggressive computer snatching, I've just had enough of the whole thing. Like, they're revolting because he's an old man who thinks he's a child. Ah! And then, yeah, so she's sitting around, sorry. Oh, sorry, I called you Patrick. Oh, because, you know, you did tell me that was your name for a year. It's not really her fault, is it? You lied to her and gaslit her and made her dress as her sister to do a murder, then tried to kill her several times, you fucking terrorist. And then the first minute she, oh, you haven't paid attention to me all day. Snatch her fucking laptop and take it away from her and get aggressive. Bloody hell. And now she's like, oh, sorry, we need to learn how to have an argument. Yeah, the argument isn't about you bringing up the fact he used to be a terrorist, the argument you should be having is you felt ignored and got aggressive and took her stuff and tried to control what she does. So fucked up, it makes me so angry. Anyway, in other news, over at Kirsch's house, uh, got anxiety, never try. That's the message. Thanks, Dippy and Shane. Oh, but how, she's got anxiety. Best not try and do anything. Don't apply for anything. Uh, just shut up. Shut up, Kershaw. I've got tasks to do. And don't forget, make sure it's fine for your boy children to do things. But if it's your girl children, no, not for you. That's fine. My only saving grace is they seem to have killed off Drito Sean. And even that is ridiculous because in much the way that maybe a European soap might have a character going to Australia and then someone phoning up and going, they've gone missing in the bush. I think they've been kicked to death by a kangaroo. Sean has been in an avalanche. Yeah, I'm sure he spends all his time hiking through snowdrifts. This bloody show. Anyway, keep up the good work. Bye. No, look, my citizen has just got to be Sheila. What, mm-hmm. what a fucking legend. It's so good to have her back in a good storyline. Yes. Own, yeah. own your sexuality, lady. You're fabulous. Citizen, <laughs> I mean, is there anyone else that we... Oh, you know what? Citizen of the week is old mate who gave the false reference. And then just blabbed for a little bit of extra yes. money on top. Not like the old prompt cash. She came through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I reckon he's go- he's going to be onto something now. He's going to be like, I'm going to offer fake references yeah. and then have the bosses call me back and I'm going to get even more money. Yeah. He's he's developed like a Ponzi scheme out of this. He doesn't realise who he's crossed though. Scarborough is going to come and like break his oh, kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to help bricks <laughs> with, the, with, with old mate as well. Just she's, like in- <laughs> she's like, the, she's the bride from Kill Bill. Oh, there we go. Yes. I've got to go shit as another week, Scarborough. Because, mm. mate, 
this is serious business. You can't be messing around at the domestic violence support group mm. and using their their lot in life no. as your disguise. Yeah, it doesn't feel as cartoony as Nanny Alice, does it? Like, they both have the same trait of being super nice and really smiley, and then the second the person leaves, just scowling. It's a fine line between laced shortbreads. Yeah. And Bricks Lying about window. TV, yeah. Yeah. Captain Problematic. You know, the big two. There was one good moment from Scarborough when Toadie said, oh, do you want to come to our meetings? And she's like, she didn't think of any bullshit. She just goes, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> And there was no, like, excuses or explanations. You're like, you know what? Go you. And also, I don't trust those meetings if Toadie is going to breach. See, he is holding a bloody attendance count on it. This is a sensitive matter. And it takes one conversation with Paul and Toadie's like, he's like, is Scarlett come to meetings? Toadie's like, no. Oh, is Tarage coming to meetings? Because, you know, she's, you know, we've had a bit of an argument last night. My my fist's got a bit, you know, happy. (laughs) Just like Toadie. Hire some professionals in the field to run the workshops because you. Yeah. Want, this is not right for you to be divulging this sensitive material. Right? He's about to get a shitizen from me as well. No, it's all right. I won't. Hang on. <laughs> pull back. Pull back. <laughs> You'd think after missing weeks of work, he'd actually be in his own office as well. Do you have a saddest bitch update, Kate? Oh, not from today. Hey. Well. I could coil. Oh, Ned. 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 The saddest bitch. In Aaron's bruh. Ned, Ned for is sure. such a sad little bitch. What a sucker, mate. Oh. And he, yeah, he's like eating up those breadcrumbs, you know. <laughs> oh. From the schnitz. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Well, this will be good, a good little break because when we were, it's technically it'll be weekly still, but it'll mm. be a little breather until we get to the next one. So there'll be like 14 different storylines by the oh, time. Oh, yeah, we... everything will have changed. Guys, can I just point out we had a bit of an embarrassing situation tonight when we've all worn our hair exactly the same way? Oh, true. <laughs> oh, we'll take a photo. Oh, one of us is going to have to change. <laughs> We'll get Lynn Scully in. Oh, yes. Oh, God, she always had good you, you can go and visit Gino. Well, David, yes. tell us about where to, to find all your things. Okay. Uh, well, I have two podcasts. Uh, one is called All My Friends Are In Bar Bands and one is called Hottest 100s and Thousands. And if either of those are of interest, then you can type them into the same place that you get neighbours from and uh, it will be there. Uh, I also have a Patreon where uh, you can get bonus content from all of my fields of work. So my writing, uh, my podcasts and my music as well. So you can go to patreon.com slash David James Young. If that is of interest, I am on Instagram at DJY Writes. My band is on Instagram at XNRWD, which is Love Nothing Rhymes With David. Um, yeah, so I'm in a band called Nothing Rhymes With David. Oh. Yeah, uh, we have an album coming out next year. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, all of my writing and shit is on DavidJamesYoung.com. So you can... Head over there and, and find out all the various wheelings and dealings of, of my life. Uh, Facebook.com slash David James Young writes. And that's it. And that's good if people are traveling out here from overseas. Yes. They can get tips on gigs. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think I've named every possible thing. Yeah. My number is 0403. <laughs> <laughs> One three hundred and I'll call your reference and check all that. Yeah, please do. Um, Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter. And CJ will be joining us again and she's CJ the Hot Mess Mum. And don't forget to rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, and I'll screenshot it and post it in the Neighbours Council, which is our Facebook group. We are Neighbours Pod on Twitter and I'm Vaya Pashos. We will hang out with you next week. Bye. Bye. Bonsoir. Come on, flat top, here come Ooh, and I'm slow